Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo, host of the Raising Yourself Up podcast. And I wanted to take a minute to let you know that I have a new book that was just released. It's called The Young Adult Starter Kit, 12 Steps to Being a Better Person. It's available now on Amazon. And I also still have my Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. So go ahead and please check them both out and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Self-Help for At-Risk Teens podcast. I'm your host, Ben Pavlo. I'm an author, certified life coach, and someone who has used self-help and personal development strategies to change the course of my life. And I want to share them strategies with you. In each episode of this show, I bring you personal development strategies that you can use to change the quality of your life. Now let's jump into today's topic. Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo from theselfhelpcompany.com. I would like to welcome you to episode 26 of the Self-Help for At-Risk Teens podcast. The subject of today's show is going to be discovering your purpose, and I'm going to give you tips, techniques, and strategies on how you can identify your purpose and make the most of it, how to fulfill it, and really just discover what it is that you should be doing with your time and your energy so you can be fulfilled and feel like your life is productive and you can feel like you're doing something bigger than yourself. Just living an everyday, day-to-day life and going through the motions can start to feel monotonous and it can start to get boring and you can start to wonder, what am I doing? And this is very common A lot of people have this experience. A lot of people have these thoughts and it's okay because especially if you're a young person, you don't necessarily understand what you should be doing other than, you know, going to school and getting an education. But when you start to think big picture and you start to think about your life as a whole and you're thinking about your future, it's important for you to do something that you really enjoy and something that you really feel like you're making a difference in the world and in other people's lives. And the more you do that, the more joy you will feel in your own life. Discovering your passion and your purpose may not come easy to you. It doesn't come easy to many people. Some people, it takes a lot of trial and error. But some of the things I want to share with you are based on my own personal experience For years, you know, especially when I was a teenager and I was getting shot at and I was getting in trouble and I was constantly barely escaping death when a lot of the kids I was hanging out with were dying and I would always think, why them? Why not me? Because sometimes it was the good kids, the kids who never did anything wrong, who were passing away. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm one of the worst of them out here. You know, we had a saying that comes from a Billy Joel song, only the good die young. And I used to think, well, no, I don't want to be good because I don't want to die young. But I thought it was inevitable that it would happen, but then it didn't. And through all these experiences of, you know, being arrested a lot and coming close to death and being incarcerated a lot of times, I used to always think there's got to be a reason for this. There's got to be some kind of reason why I'm going through all of this, all the, the trials and tribulations that I've gone through being raised by you know a single mother and having lost my dad at an early age and then losing my mom at an early age. You know, I really started to question why I was still alive. Why would I still be here when I didn't feel like I had much to offer? 
I really struggled for years wondering what I'm supposed to be doing because I really felt like going to work every day at a regular job just felt boring. It felt monotonous. It felt pointless just to go to work, make money, pay bills, go to work, make money, pay bills. And just that cycle, just something didn't sit right with me. It just made me think that there's got to be more to my life than this. And I struggled with it for years. And in the recent years, I've been able to really clear my head and start to really analyze the thoughts and feelings I was having in my body. And the thing was, when I was using drugs and alcohol consistently, I was never in a clear state of mind. I was never really able to really focus on what I was thinking and feeling because I was always numb in some way from the using of all these substances. So what I realized is that once I was able to get clean and sober and really not have anything hindering me, and I was able to really sit back and think about, in my gut, I'm feeling this this sense of uneasiness. It's one of these things where I'm being like, I feel like I should be doing something. And after, you know, these same thoughts used to come into my head all the time, and I would be thinking to myself, man, you've been through so much. There's got to be a lesson here, and there's got to be a story here. Yeah, I have plenty of stories, but telling stories just to amuse people didn't seem like it was the right answer. It wasn't until I really started to focus on the same thoughts that would come into my head all the time. So if you have these same thoughts or ideas come into your head day after day, month after month, and year after year, it's worthwhile to start to really pay attention and think about it. Okay, why am I thinking the same exact thought all the time? And for me, that thought was, you overcome so much. You were on drugs. You were, you were able to get away from the drugs. You were able to get off the alcohol. You were able to avoid getting in trouble. You were able to learn your lessons and move on. What's the lesson? Well, for me, I really started to think that by sharing my story with other people to be able to help them accomplish these same goals, that's what I believe is my purpose. And it started to really resonate with me after I started to focus on it and really think it out and start to say to myself, if I was a teenager right now, how would I do things differently? And I start to think about what I did and then what I learned in my later years. And I start to think, wow, if I could go back and do it all over again, here's how I would do it. And then, you know, the idea of writing a book was something that kept popping into my mind. And I actually went to a medium, a psychic medium who, if you're not familiar with mediums, you can look it up. And I had a reading done and the person said that they see a feather and they see me writing. And the guy asked me if I've ever written anything or if I am a writer. And at the time, the only thing I could think of was that I had written a small version of my story in honor of my mother in a book that was published in 2009. Guy says, no, it seems like it's bigger than that. It's really, when I see this feather, it to me, it means that you're a writer or you should be a writer. And I said, well, I have had these same thoughts about writing a book. And he said, well, what were they about? And I said, you know, they're about just me sharing my own life experiences and what I've been through and how I would do things differently. And he says, I believe it's in your soul to write this book. And that really stuck with me. After that day, it just kept coming in my head you need to do this. You need to do this. And I put it off and I put it off for a while. I put it off for months. And then even after I got started, I only did a little bit and then I stopped. And what I realized is that the thoughts never stopped. So what this guy said made sense. And if you're not a spiritual person, I don't expect you to fully understand this, 
but I don't consider myself a real religious person, but I'm spiritual. I believe in the universe and I believe all these different forces of nature and these laws of nature. And I believe that my thoughts, which I didn't tell this guy, lined up with what he said. And when he said that, and there was a little more to it, but not going to go into all the details, but that was the gist of it. And the guy said, I really believe it's in your soul to do this. That's what really stuck with me. And so all these thoughts and feelings I was having, I had this really uneasy feeling. It was almost like nerves for months when I was just sitting around basically doing everyday work and basic stuff. And it just didn't feel like it was enough. And this is where I really started to think, well, maybe if I just write out some stuff and get my ideas on paper and I started to build like a list. And the more I did it, the more I started to think that this makes sense. And I really think I have something to offer here. And I really feel like what I'm putting down here, if I organize it right and put it out there in the right way, it will really provide value for the people who would read it. And that's basically how my book came about. The thoughts and feelings that I had when I was suppressing them, it wasn't helping me. But once I realized when I started to actually do it and write it down and get it out and really start to go through the process, them feelings started to go away and I started to become more excited about what I was doing. So basically, them feelings, they meant something. They That little uneasy feeling I had when I wasn't fulfilling my purpose was telling me to to do it, to do what I was thinking about. And when you ignore these feelings or you suppress these thoughts and feelings, you'll never know. So the thing is, maybe the first thing you're thinking about might not be it, but it might lead you to your purpose. So for me, it was a process. You know, I started originally with more of the juvenile delinquent stuff, but then I started thinking, well, you know, these kids are already in trouble. I want to help kids avoid getting in trouble. And so I kind of shift my focus because I realized I have enough content and enough stories and enough knowledge to to help a wide range of people. I want to help young kids who are just showing signs of trouble to avoid getting into trouble. So I'm going to do that book first, and then I'm going to move on to the more of the full-on juvenile delinquent kids who are already in trouble to help them avoid becoming career criminals. Once I had all my ideas on paper, I realized that I got enough content here for multiple books. That feeling of anxiousness went away once I started to do the work. The feelings and thoughts I was having, they really meant something. So don't ignore them feelings and thoughts. If it's something that keeps weighing on you, regardless of what it is, go for it. Do a little bit and see what happens. Because the worst that can happen is you realize this wasn't the right thing. And then you just shift your focus and think, okay, well, What I was thinking and feeling wasn't actually it, but it might lead you to something else. So you just have to get started and trust your instincts, follow your gut feelings, and it could be anything, whether it be, you know, animals, you could be a really dedicated animal lover and you want to help animals in some way. You might want to volunteer at a shelter. You might want to help something has to do with babies. You may be interested in helping homeless people. It could be a specific disease that you're you're passionate about when you might be thinking, well, if your certain parent passed away from a specific type of cancer, it could be, well, I really want to try to create awareness and help other people avoid what I went through with a specific disease. Then that could be your purpose is to create awareness. It could be in a church if you are religious, and it could be something where you want to go out and, and spread the word and to let people know how it's helped you, then that could be your purpose. Your purpose isn't something you just make up. It's from within. Your real purpose is something that's like, you know, a God-given thing. It's not something you just make up on your own. 
it may not be something you're interested in. It might not be like a hobby you have right now. It could be something that you never thought of or you're not thinking of. That's why it's important to kind of pay attention to the thoughts that you're having. If there's a reoccurring theme and the thoughts you're having, start to do more research on it. Start to think about how would this work in my life? What can I do to kind of just pursue it a little bit? Once you start to do that, if you start to get passionate about it, then you know you're on the right track. Is it something you think you would do even if you didn't get paid for it? Would you feel excited? Are you doing this for the greater good of other people? Because it can't just be about you. If it's just about you and you benefiting, that's most likely not your purpose. Think about who else is it helping. Continue to take steps towards fulfilling that purpose every day. Little steps, learning new things, trying new things. And you'll know once the feelings start to go away or the thoughts start to go away, if you're doing it, then maybe you are on the right track. Maybe that uneasy feeling goes away once you start because you're doing it. And if you stop and the feelings come back, then maybe that means you should get back to it. Fulfilling your passions and purposes will lead you to happiness. And that's really what you want to be. You want to be happy. You want to feel fulfilled. And when you're doing what you love, you will feel fulfilled. When you're seeing smiles on other people's faces and you're getting compliments of what you're doing is helping me, that's when you'll feel fulfilled and that's when you'll really start to experience joy and happiness. And that's really what you want to be in life is you want to be happy and your purpose will get you there once you're able to hone in on it and discover it and really commit to it. Make the commitment and follow through because once you realize you're on the right track, you don't want to stop. You don't want to lose that momentum. So you want to create a mindset of success in fulfilling your purpose. So I hope this was helpful. I really want to continue to talk about related topics that I believe are going to build off of purpose. We're going to move on to the mindset that you need to have. We're going to talk about your attitude, self-esteem, goals, people skills, you know, overcoming procrastination. Everything else that I believe is related to building off of this purpose is what I'm going to cover in the next five to 10 episodes. So make sure you're subscribed to the show. It's available on all major apps. It's available everywhere. So if you're listening to this on an Alexa, you can jump over to Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all the major platforms. Just put self-help for at-risk teens in any podcasting directory or app, and you will find the show. Hit subscribe so you can be notified when the next episode comes out. So thank you again for tuning in today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Please start to focus on your thoughts and feelings and start to really discover your true passion and then take action. I want you to be happy and this, I believe, is what will get you there. Thank you again. I appreciate your time. Have yourself a great day. As a listener of this show, I would like to give you my top 20 at-risk teen tips and four of the most influential personal development books ever written for free right now by going to theselfhelpcompany.com.